Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Family Law Talk, presented by Kirk Stange of Stange Law Firm, PC. Stange Law Firm is a family law firm in the St. Louis metro area, with offices in Missouri and Illinois. Now, here's your host, Kirk Stange. Welcome to Family Law Talk. This is Kirk Stange, and today we've got an interesting topic on Family Law Talk with Stange Law Firm. The title of the topic is Professional Courtesy in Family Law, and we'll get to that here in just a second, but I'll state, as I always do, that the choice of a lawyer is an important decision that should not be based solely upon advertisements, that the information you obtain today in this episode is general in nature, and it may not apply to specific factual or legal circumstance. Therefore, if you need legal advice, you should definitely consult an attorney who's licensed and competent to practice law in your specific jurisdiction. All right, so on to the topic itself. Again, the topic is professional courtesy in family law, and this is based on an article on familylawheadquarters.com, uh, and there's a hyperlink below the, uh, uh, the episode here today that you can click on, which will actually take you to the episode, and the title of that article is Pre- Professional Courtesy is an Important, <clears throat> and the date of the blog article is March 7, 2015. So definitely uh, something you'll want to read as a follow-up today if this is an episode that interests you. But here's sort of the premise behind it. It's this, which is, you know, in family law cases, parties oftentimes have hard feelings uh, between the two of them. They're not uh, happy with each other. Maybe there's a lot of emotions, and maybe they're not particularly getting along uh, with each other. After all, you know, a family law case uh, in many cases is a divorce case or child custody case child support, and there can be hard feelings uh, between the parties. And as a result of these hard feelings, you know, what lots of folks expect is that the, the, their attorney will, in essence, feel their pain, uh, feel their anguish, and really become sort of uh, angry and adversarial uh, as a result of maybe their anger, uh, their hard feelings that they're feeling. And so what a lot of folks are looking for is an attorney that will be ultra-aggressive, um, you know, in a lot of ways, uh, acrimonious with the other attorney, and, and really sort of unfriendly, uh, not polite, not courteous in, in really any standpoint. And so there's ways that this can kind of culminate themselves in a family law case. So let me give you a, a few examples of things that oftentimes come uh, to fruition in family law cases uh, and, and then sort of what some client's viewpoint in terms of how their attorney should respond to it um, can become an issue in the case. So let's take a court appearance uh, where both the parties are maybe in the courtroom and both the attorneys are in the courtroom. Uh, it could be a trial. It could be a settlement conference or a pre-trial conference. I mean, you name it. It could be uh, any number of different types of court dates. Um, but what lots of folks expect is that their attorney – uh, will be mean and angry, uh, will not shake the hand of the other attorney, uh, will sit on the other side of the courtroom, in fact, uh, not be polite, not be courteous. In other words, what what lots of folks want their attorney to do is sort of, uh, you know, have their attorney visualize the other party as actually being, um, you know, not a professional, not an attorney, but somebody who's maybe done something wrong, uh, somebody who they ought to be hostile towards. So, you know, versus reaching that hand out and shaking the other attorney's hand, they almost want their attorney, you know, to refuse to do it. Um, and, and in fact, 
you know, versus greeting the other attorney uh, with some sort of polite or kind words. They expect their attorney to be angry or hostile, sort of upset with the other attorney for even taking the case or being involved in the case. And uh, certainly, you know, lots of folks will expect that their attorney will not sit next to the other attorney, maybe not even sit in the same area with the other attorney, uh, because after all, this is a, you know, litigated case, and they're looking for aggressive representation, sort of hostile representation. All right, so that's kind of scenario one, uh, just to paint a few pictures for you uh, in terms of of, uh, what lots of clients expect in terms of professional courtesy. Let me give you another scenario as well. Let's say uh, there's some sort of court date set in the case. Uh, could be, again, a pretrial conference, settlement conference, trial. Uh, could be really any number of different types of cases out there. Uh, but let's say opposing counsel has a scheduling conflict and they can't make it. Uh, let's say opposing counsel uh, has a personal matter that they have to attend to. Uh, it could be any number of personal matters out there. It could involve uh, their family uh could be an illness type situation uh i mean you really you i mean really you name it uh could be a litany of things um let's say opposing counsel's sick in fact you know they have an illness and they can't attend the court date and and then let's say they call your attorney and say listen you know i'm sick i'm ill or i have the scheduling conference uh, conflict you know would you agree to continuance of the court date so that's kind of scenario two. and this comes up in lots of cases uh, uh, you know, opposing counsel has some sort of scheduling conflict or some personal matter, and they go to your attorney and 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 ask if your attorney would agree to some sort of uh, short continuance on the court date. Uh, and this again uh, can come up, you know, uh, uh, really a lot. And so again, that's kind of a second second scenario, uh, you know, to paint a different picture uh, for you. And then again. Um, you know, uh, to sort of paint a slightly different picture, but sort of in the same vein again. Um, you know, picture again scenarios where both your attorneys are coming into the courtroom and, and, and they've got to sit down in the courtroom in order to wait to go back and speak to the judge, for example. Uh, let's say the attorneys sit next to each other, actually, um, and begin conversing with each other. Uh, and that's that's kind of a third scenario, kind of a spin off of the first one with a handshake, but again, kind of a similar thing. And you know what a lot of folks expect their attorney to do, well, as you kind of go through it, you know some folks would expect that when the other attorney goes to shake your attorney's hand that your your attorney uh, would refuse to do it. So lots of folks expect that. And, and in fact, they're disappointed when their attorney shakes the other attorney's hand. And again, this isn't necessarily the majority of people, but there's some folks that have this perspective. They would actually expect their attorney not to shake the opposing attorney's hand. Um, some folks would expect that when there's that scheduling conflict or the illness in opposing counsel's family, that their attorney would refuse to agree to any type of continuance. Uh, you know, that they would uh, reject any kind of courtesy and not agree to do it. And then certainly third. Uh, lots of folks would certainly uh, hope and assume that their attorney would not sit next to the opposing counsel in the courtroom. They would, in fact, expect their attorney to sit on the opposite side of the courtroom uh, from their attorney. And then there's a litany of other different things out there in terms of returning phone calls, you know, responding to correspondence from the other attorney. Lots of folks would hope that their attorney wouldn't do any of that and would, in fact, uh, maybe not return the phone calls, not respond to the correspondence in any capacity, uh, um, 
in order for, you know, really for their turning out to be courteous to the opposing counsel. So, I mean, again, kind of contemplating this, thinking about this, uh, the reality of the situation is this is, you know, professional courtesy is important in family law and it's important in law in general. And so, you know, kind of contrary to these notions that lots of clients have, <clears throat> the reality of the situation is is this, that the legal field is still a profession, and certainly your attorney needs to zealously advocate for you and your interest. I mean, at the end of the day, you've hired this attorney. It's this attorney's job really to uh, advocate for you, uh, to make your case in court, uh, to inform the court of your position, your perspective, uh, your goals, uh, your ambitions in terms of the case, really your concerns as relates to the case, and certainly your attorney should absolutely do that. They should be zealous advocates for you. They should be diligent about what they do in terms of ad- advocating for you. But the same token, uh, courtesy is a good thing, and the courts actually expect uh, attorneys to be courteous to one another. So, again, not shaking the opposing attorney's hand, uh, really a mistake in most instances because, I mean, at some point, uh, the attorneys are going to probably be talking about you know, potential settlement options. Well, if things have become so acrimonious between the attorneys that they're not able to do that, uh, that can be a problem for you at the end of the day. Uh, even if the case doesn't settle and you end up in a trial or an evidentiary hearing, it's a good thing if the attorneys can at least uh, be civil about talking about evidence in terms of what evidence can be presented to the court. That way some of the stuff can be truncated. Um, you know, in lots of cases, the attorneys can agree that certain evidence is going to come in, and then there's certain evidence out there that's going to be in dispute that they'll have to bring up to the judge uh, for the judge to make a determination on, but certainly they can agree on lots of different things. Um, you know, when you when you come to, uh, you know, the continuances of court dates, obviously, you know, uh, an attorney has a duty to keep the case moving forward as expeditiously as possible, uh, that there shouldn't be unreasonable delays out there. But at the end of the day, if there's an illness on the part of the other attorney or some pressing uh, personal matter uh, that the other attorney uh, has in terms of their family, uh, uh, you know, at the same time if they have a scheduling conflict, which can happen inadvertently at times, you know, most courts are going to expect that an attorney will be courteous to the other attorney. Um, certainly no attorney should take advantage of that. Uh, ask for unnecessary continuances, uh, needless continuances, you know, delays that aren't justified. But if there's something justified there, courts are going to expect in most instances uh, that the the one attorney will be courteous uh, to the other attorney. Uh, certainly in terms of uh, court dates with attorneys sitting next to each other, obviously, uh, you know, two attorneys sitting next to each other, um, you know, to some, that can can kind of seem like the attorneys are in cahoots with one another, but practically speaking, it's a good thing if the attorneys, again, are able to be civil with each other, they're able to discuss the case. Um, uh, at the end of the day, uh, being able to discuss the case, the evidence uh, that would be presented at a hearing is certainly a good thing and something that the court uh, practically uh, is going to uh, really expect from the parties. Um, so, again, at the end of the day, the title of the article you know, deals with uh, professional courtesy being important. Um, again, you want an attorney who's zealous, who advocates for you. Certainly you want an attorney uh, who's most interested in advocating your interests uh, versus simply forming a friendship with opposing counsel, right? Uh, that's a concern, you know, 
uh, of many out there, which is a concern that maybe the attorneys are too friendly. Uh, but at the same time, you know, uh, being courteous uh, isn't a bad thing. Uh, it's really a good thing. Uh, and as long as your attorney is advocating for you, being zealous, uh, being diligent, and advocating your interest, the fact that they're showing an element of courtesy uh, to the opposing attorney is not a bad thing. And in fact, it's what the court would expect. And then, you know, lots of family law cases, for example, courts get into apportionment of attorney fees. In other words, you know, both attorneys have a bill. Court can look at the, the total bills of both attorneys and, and theoretically order one party to pay a portion of the other attorney's. Uh, attorney fees. And the reality of the situation is if one attorney uh, wasn't showing any element of professional courtesy to the other attorney and that resulted in an increase in legal fees, for example, you know, it could be a situation where this could actually have an adverse effect on the case. Uh, and then really past that, you know, lots of courts will oftentimes assume that if one attorney uh, is being totally discourteous to the other attorney, that, in fact, that might be a reflection of their client's feelings, right? So if one attorney refuses a continuance because the other attorney's sick or there's a family matter, a lot of judges might assume that the one attorney can't consent to the other attorney's request uh, because they don't want to have their client angry with them. And so I think this can have an effect on parties as well as it relates uh, to outcomes of cases in certain respects because judges might assume, uh, again, uh, that you aren't uh, – you know, practically speaking, uh, uh, showing an element of uh, courteousness to opposing counsel, which might mean that you you weren't courteous to your spouse or the opposing party as well, and maybe this is the reason for the litigation. So it can really have a trickle-down effect. So, again, I understand the family law cases are difficult, they're tough, people have hard feelings in a lot of these cases, but at the end of the day, uh, courtesy is certainly a good thing so long as your attorney is advocating for you. So uh, that's the topic here today. Uh, again, we have an article that you can read as a follow-up on FamilyLawHeadquarters.com. Uh, again, uh, that article is called Professional Courtesy is Important. Uh, the day of the article is March 7, 2015. So thanks for all the listeners for tuning in today. Uh, appreciate having you all on listening to this topic. We'll see you next time on Family Law Talk with Stangy Law Firm. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Family Law Talk with Kirk Stangy. Visit StangyLawFirm.com for more about today's topic or to put Stangy Law Firm to work for your family today. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.